0: We're live. I never realized how
1: detailed Rick's song gets deep, got deep I'm curious what the whole song actually sounds like. <laughs>
0: we never really made it that far. Yeah. So we're uh, 40 seconds and that's probably a record. Yeah, that's
1: the most we did. We were just chatting and then we got lost on time. But uh good morning, my people. Here comes our assistant, friend. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We've uh haven't adjusted anything back here yet. <laughs> time will come. We will do that at some point. We got one viewer already. Who is it? Could be us. Could be
0: Rick. <laughs> Rico, dude, if you're out there, what's up, man?
1: How's it going, dude? What's new?
0: Eh, not too much, you know. I was just thinking new feature for iOS. How fucking sick would it be if like when you went to paste something, it like gave you a list of the shit you copied. Uh past, like, like 10 times.
1: Yeah, but then that would be like a security breach.
0: It's just fucking annoying, dude. Like, I think I copy one thing, and then it's like I go to paste, it and nothing's there. Well, it's I was just thing. thinking that
1: now about the, like, the, I should be able to, hopefully, under. Um, we don't have a tech guy still, so anybody out there wants to be a tech guy? <laughs> <Really>? uh, <laughs> Rico, Rico. How's it going, brother? Um, I was just, like, going through Instagram trying to post this live, and I was thinking the same exact thing. I was like, oh, now I got to go to YouTube. again, copy the link. Why doesn't it just save my past history? right it should should yeah so why can't chat do that for us i'm drinking from the same cup right now
0: <laughs> the boys are yeah. on tonight the
1: ember cup yo yeah, oh my jimmy, god jimmy well we got the most years <laughs> ever had right here <laughs> three and one here. um so what's been new dude how's it been going what do we oh, got yeah. What what's in the world news today in the Yanchex world news
0: world news we got actually a lot going on um try to cover it obviously as you guys know 23.2 was released we both performed it okay so agenda Workout one
1: let's go so agenda we're gonna hit open workout okay
0: yeah
1: we're gonna hit Rocco's insecurities about China (laughs) chat maybe you can double tap on some of these ideas and concepts Rocco's afraid that China's gonna drop the bomb on us at some point not Russia anymore is afraid of China um so we're gonna double tap on that we're gonna double tap on systemizing operations right
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we were gonna talk about uh you know being able to change and adjust plans like agility in life
1: how agile can you be in life um when things are thrown at you can you make some moves and love we're gonna you know try to not have people come in we're gonna talk a little bit today (laughs) and then i'd love to you know rick if you want to get in here and talk about your life and how you've made some uh like adverse changes we're gonna dig into that yeah um drop this in here you free boys yeah, we might not let you in right we away, might not okay? Let you in. <laughs> if we're in the middle of a fucking mix, you guys can sit there drop. I know Jimmy, you're going to be the first one that wants to drop in, but it uh, takes also, some time.
0: If you guys are lucky, just tune around, we might get a live broadcast I mean, of yeah. a, a current athlete. You guys might be
1: confused. Marathon. Yeah, I was supposed to be at a marathon today. we get that later. <laughs> we'll get into that It's about agility right there at the Agile Leopard we'll call it, right? Is that yeah, yeah the Agile <laughs> Leopard. Um but we got an icebreaker for us, dude. That's like, we you normally start so out with an icebreaker. Most agile animal, in your opinion. Most agile animal, in my opinion. A fucking lion's pretty agile, I would think, right? Chet, can you double tap on that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking, I was going in the other direction.
1: What are you thinking?
0: I was thinking fish.
1: Fish? Yeah, that's the pretty true.
0: creep up on a fish and it does like disappear. Bounces,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. So if you're thinking snakes, they're probably pretty agile too. They snakes can get bugs agile. are pretty agile, like a gnat. I think that oh, those fuckers they got always <laughs> <laughs> oh, just hovering and floating around, bouncing all over the
0: place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about a gnat, dude.
1: There's a lot of animals. I don't even know if uh, our tech obviously he could pull up the most agile animal on the internet. Can you guys see up my pants? I'm sorry. <laughs> How would
0: you even test that? I guess agile
1: animal. There's some idiot out there who's done it. (laughs) Yeah, they scientists. Yeah, they study literally everything and anything that's out there. No,
0: no, probably Aspen. We have to call her in. Why would Aspen know? She do animals? No,
1: (laughs) (laughs) she does something with like the government.
0: I thought she's like environmental. No,
1: well, that doesn't mean animals. (laughs) She does something with like she uses software that I uh, compete with. Really? Yeah, pro fucking log,
0: motherfuckers. Wait, what? That's the name of it. Yeah. prologue yeah so they took half our fucking yeah name. they
1: took half our name pro we got prologue plan grid all these fuckers Bullshit. out there autodesk chat you know any of these guys you probably work for them I think we have some, some viewers
0: out there too that are kind of looking to work at your place yeah we you get know, the whole talk about, about that
1: um, show some dedication some interest in it you know one of the my fan, you know one of my mentors across life has told me <laughs> you have to have just as much buying you got to go all into certain things and you got to you know have some yeah. appreciation for what's being offered to you because everything might not be ideal at this moment but at some point it will be um yeah, i don't have a mentor who's told me that but <laughs> i just feel like you need to be agile one of the guys that i do work with he's my old manager he used to say uh, and he recently just said it to a buddy of mine but he said literally like hey you got to make a decision you got to go all in and it might not be right and we will at that moment once you figure out it's not right that's where you become agile and you figure out how to make the next change but you got to go ahead and try things out go all in dive forward or whatever you want to call it you have to try those things out you can't just sit back and and always have the reason of why it might not work well there's this it might not work because of this well i don't know about this because it doesn't work or i don't know about this because it's not going to work with my life it's like well we don't fucking know because you haven't done it yeah so go do
0: it i always feel like that's always a buzzword too like making the right decision. Like how do you even know what's right? It's just, you know, you're making the best decision at that time. And like you yeah. said, maybe like as time goes on, maybe it turns out that there's a now way you have to pivot and change that decision. Yeah.
1: Well, give me an example of something then. Good, You know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it from what my old manager told me because then I have some of this shit I want to double tap on that.
0: Right, give me a scenario. All right, it's me.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll flip it back i have to make a decision okay you have to make a decision buying the gym buying the gym yeah so you were in this is a real life uh, situation yeah. real life scenario you were presented with this opportunity right and you've been presented with this opportunity time and again yeah, and again one. and again okay so we'll go we'll fast forward we'll skip the times you've denied it and then we'll kind of go back and figure out why yeah. you did those and what might have happened through you as you age maybe i don't know
0: well that's a good Good uh, scenario. Yeah, yeah,
1: but hold on. We lost a viewer. It was probably Rick because he just doesn't <laughs> give a shit about us.
0: Hey, Rick, you can J up, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, um, okay, so you are presented with the gym.
0: Multiple times. Okay. We'll go to the very beginning one. Okay. We're going to rewind a little further back so we can have some context. Okay. Um, You and I had talked on the phone when you were living in Australia um, about creating – we kind of created this whole plan on – you know, taking CrossFit in our opinion to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both very passionate about it. We mm-hmm. wanted to give back to the world. We saw CrossFit as a way to do that. We both kind of set out on this journey to
1: mm-hmm. own a business. Well, at this time, when we had this conversation, were you a coach or anything?
0: Was I a coach? I, I don't know. think so. neither of us had our level one. <laughs> I remember the conversation. <laughs> uh, I was in the field down in here, where we all at the old house. Yeah, walking the dog. It was in the morning. I don't know what time it was for you, but yeah, that's where we came up with it. Um, so that was kind of the plan. So then, fast forward back to the first time someone offered me the gym, I think you got offered it first, right? Yes, yeah, like yeah, we worked at the same gym, we were following. All right, so plan. wait, I'm
1: lost a little bit. So, fast forward, I move here, we yeah. both start coaching yeah. at this gym, yeah. and I get presented several months down the road to buy the gym, yeah, okay. So then I come to you with you it were more obviously. like a
0: GM, at yeah, time. at the time I had. <laughs> Luke expedited the CrossFit career. Uh, kudos to the old owner of the gym. He had a lot of family pulls, pulling him in a different direction. And I think he just threw Luke to the wolves. Um, uh, also true. But also tried to, I would say he tried to control you too, like a little too much. It was like, hey, you're the GM, but then, hey, I'm going to tell you all the things. Yeah. It so was kind of weird.
1: It was super weird. But anyway,
0: you had no idea what you were doing.
1: Yeah. We can have a leadership discussion about that. <laughs> so but.
0: he got off for the gym uh we had talked about it you were like absolutely not i think what was the price ridiculous
1: no the price was super cheap it was more of like do any of us want to live here so that's where it was like we were presenting and we had so many so many situations we all were like i don't know if we can live here mm. i don't know if i
0: can live here we can- also the gym was going through he yeah. only pitched it to us right he only pitched it to us because the gym was going under spiraling out of control yeah uh they had a huge fallout uh, lost way more than half their members
1: Yeah, Yeah, which weighed heavily on the right the decision making process. Kind of. So if we put that and then and we'll put that on the table right now. So remember that when we bring this forward to like being agile, right? So we have this decision on the floor about how heavily we are gonna have decisions made, right? So you have this idea providing context. Yeah, providing context. There's a fucking gnat. You guys see that? And how (laughs) he was agile. Fucker was agile. Um okay, so you're being presented with this concept of hey, buy the gym. I was presented, I denied at the. how old was i twenty you know, two matter dude yeah, but okay, at the time it was he like he presented it for a well. super cheap price, but like you said, right, there was a lot of shit spiraling out of control, so then the offer comes to you, and both of us were like, okay, Matt would be the one with the capital. you would keep your job. I would continue to do this, right? You had to make a decision at this point, yeah. Okay, so and you well, let's go back to you. How do you wh- right. where did this go?
0: This went obviously this first time was declined. Um, at the time for me, it was only checking certain boxes, you'll <laughs> box checks. Yeah, right? we'll go, we'll go,
1: <laughs> we're gonna dive into that.
0: Um, but I'm a little bit stubborn and I like to be creative. And I, I think one of the bigger things was this wasn't our gym, yeah, like we had planned ground up, ground up operation. It was like. Oh, yeah, you're going to take this huge-ass space, which I still think is very fucking big. um, Huge space. You're going to get low members, basically, like, I don't know, 10, 15 people maybe. Yeah, at the time, there was nobody. (laughs) But you had to also pay rent for this sizable place. So sizable incurring cost that's going to happen month over month. Yeah. Um, And then it was a membership base that, again... Luke and I were amateurs at the time. So at the time, we were just really frustrated with the members uh, that were there. Uh, I think we both struggled to, and again, I'm not saying this is their fault. It's, again, being new to the industry and being new to coaching, uh, getting people to kind of work and behave. And the culture there that was left over and fostered by this other owner was not the culture we had envisioned. Um, so I think we just both naturally myself included, uh, always defaulted back to that kind of, well, no, I want to build this from the ground up. Kind of like we, our plan, Luke's, Luke and I's plan kind of wanted to be, start small and then grow and move mm-hmm. as, and be agile <laughs> as, uh, we expanded. So I think the idea was more like, oh, Hey, we're going to sort of run CrossFit, like in the garage first, maybe get a barn. But yeah. And then to Luke's point, one of the third boxes was California was not supposed to be permanent.
1: But here we are in California. Yeah, you Matt bought a house here. <laughs> permanent kind of guy. girls on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to kind of cap that up and then we'll fast forward. So you go, we're both presented this opportunity. I say no. Again, this is 2020 also, 2019 presented, start of 2021. Gym closes. Heroic George comes in, buys the gym after Matt denies the gym. Matt continues to coach at this gym. COVID strikes. I'm gone. I'm out of the picture. I'm back in shit pennsylvania again That's <laughs> pa rick you love it there dude <laughs> so we're there in pennsylvania i'm there you're here okay so now we have this separate we fast forward let's go fast forward the gym keeps running you keep coaching at this gym did anything through your mind change was there any regret was there anything that made you start to think to yourself i should have made this decision i should have bought the gym i could have done this or this could have been mine any of those things go through your mind
0: honestly no no regrets um like i said i, I feel like I made that decision based on those things. And I was happy with that. And I was glad that George had bought the gym. We're not going to use names.
1: Right. It's part of the new thing here.
0: Hefe um, bought the gym. (laughs) um, I had struggled a little bit at first because I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity. Uh, That gym's closing down. I'll just grab some people, coach them out of the garage at my house which was your original I was thought my, yeah my pivot plan to still coach and get better at coaching mm-hmm. i think both of you at that time both you and i at that time were not confident as coaches we
2: yeah, yeah brand new to RL2, coaching yeah. So yeah
0: um so i thought that'd be a great opportunity but again jefe bought the gym uh and he immediately reached out to me and asked if i'd be the head coach i said yeah which i looked at that as like oh this is an awesome opportunity i can just hone in on being an awesome coach cool. i don't have to worry about the business stuff
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. Do you think that opportunity that was presented to you knowing what you know about coaching now allowed was that did it do exactly what you were hoping?
0: Yeah, but I did to the T. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We'll dive into that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it did. I think it it definitely helped me focus on just coaching. 100%. I agree with
1: that. Focus on coaching. My question was more about your more detailed precise thing that you just said you said your goal was to hone in on just being a coach and do you think in that time from what you were doing it made you the best coach you could possibly be no it set me on the path set you on the path okay i would agree there i would say like definitely set you on the correct path because like i had the same thought with my situation where i was like i'll
0: put it like this to you i think there was a faster way to become a world-class coach 100 and we just didn't take those i didn't we didn't know them mm-hmm. so i'm saying like jor hefe didn't know much about crossfit mm-hmm. he just didn't want to see the gym fall apart he was just getting into it mm-hmm. which again i appreciate everything he's done um but at the same time having not any experience with it like he didn't have any direction for me mm-hmm. so it's like all self-starter stuff which again i think Over the grand course of the three three years he owned it, it was just very slow for me to progress Mm -hmm. to the next steps. It's a lot of self-discovery, taking Mm -hmm. courses, trying to learn stuff, trying to apply it. Um, Whereas like, I don't know if you and I had a, Coach that was super eager, like we could put them on the path yeah, and, take this and get course, them there very quickly. Let's run yeah, through this, let's do this d- yeah. development. Well, more like, like, like you're saying, we down. can
1: remove the they even having to go to courses. Yeah, like hey, still go because like obviously we don't have the tools that like burger or any of them. Bergner can give them on the weightlifting yeah. as quickly like we can like you're saying. We can now give them the stepping stones, but like, cool. Here's points of performance, learn that. Here's how you're going to become an autocratic coach. Perfect. Now we're going to move on to the next steps. Here's now like you've mastered this. Let's go to the next and the next and the yeah. next and the next and we layer it. Um which is like the CrossFit methodology. If you look at the CrossFit methodology and use that in life which then layers in there's i've just like had this really interesting we talk about this a lot in our uh at work anybody in the chat wants to double tap on this the difference between a methodology and a process and the methodology is a foundational piece that the whole right the whole corporation we follow everybody follows the methodology that's the same deal in crossfit it's like everybody follows methodology Chat if you're out there dude i know i'm talking (laughs) to you my guy um because double tap i'm not i'm still trying to learn it because it's like one of those things that i need to kind of understand to have a better conversation with in the crossfit space i really understand it in the sense of like here's a level one manual fucking know it inside and out and then you can do what you want with it but always go back to this this is like this is the holy grail every answer you need is in here and you can answer it in different ways but it should always come back to this methodology whereas in the process is like the steps of how you're going to do it it could essentially be done differently
0: so how would you define methodology like nice. is it a set of rules, a set of facts, a set of so that's where line, that like right principles
1: that's the hard part. We just had this conversation at work and they really labeled it correct like really nicely. I don't remember it. And <laughs> it like didn't stick. it didn't stick because it was, because too, it was complex. too complex. It yeah. wasn't short and sweet the way they defined it.
0: I get process right. I think yeah. you have said it just now, but it's like I feel like process is how you present the methodology, yeah. Other people, right? Yeah, the pro-
1: yeah, exactly. Or like the progression. Like there are several ways to get it done. They always refer to it as like baking the cake, and it's like we're gonna bake the cake, and here's how you're gonna do it, and here are the ingredients. You're gonna put the ingredients in it, but then the methodology comes in where it's like, no, 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 you gotta let the butter sit out on the counter and let it get to room temp before you add the butter, and then you're gonna do that. So that's like in the, in the snatch, it's like, well, you gotta master the hang position so wait, before you're going go from the ground. So back to baking the
0: cake. Is so. baking is the resto so- the recipe is the methodology
1: the recipe is the methodology yes and what's the process how the process gonna is how you're going to put it together the, the recipe yeah okay. because you can everybody can interpret it differently correct yeah. but then it's like we just have to make fine tune tweaks to it and to get better and better and better because it's also going to be like what works we're like what somebody says is really good um
0: so method, methodology sorry recipe is methodology mm-hmm. so for example it says set the oven to 450 degrees yeah. fahrenheit yeah then you're saying the process is well. I'm actually going to do convection bake at 450 degrees. So I'm going to ch- interpret it a little bit differently. I think, that uh, yeah, process? that's process. Okay.
1: If I'm following it correctly, we've had this comment. Yeah. So if we like, let's break it. Yeah, it's really simple. Putting the ingredients into the here's the recipe, Matt. Here's the methodology. You're going to follow said methodology. Okay. Masking, but like, right, if I need to bake a cake, set the oven at this. Like I'm going to follow the the. The foundational pieces yeah. it's like in crossfit it's like cool i'm gonna file. okay we need to do uh, crossfit is functional, functional movements, movements high intensity um right. uh, executed That's high intensity uh blah blah, blah 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 blah. the whole thing so right it's like, okay here's my foundation how am i going to do that now how am i going to execute that okay you know, the process yeah. is just
0: making the workout making the workout yeah
1: and making it like hit those things is yeah. it functional am i doing it somewhat high intensity yeah. uh am i doing it what's the last piece uh for all times and modal yeah, constantly varied. <laughs> um, am I going through that process or following the methodology and then making this into my process yeah. or my progression? So, going back to what you were saying about the gym and becoming a coach, right? A coach, we have the methodology laid out now. If we fast forward, and then the process. Okay, yeah. So we were talking centrally about like how are you. So even at that time, I don't
0: even think I really understood the methodology. Yeah, that 100%.
1: Actually. Like, I I don't yeah, think. It wasn't
0: until my L3 that it really. Sunk in. Started to sink in. Again, more self-discovery, more self-learning. I think Luke and I were just taking calls together where we'd read a chapter of this manual and then try to recite it back, talk about what we learned, mm-hmm. what we memorized. And then.
1: Well, that's exactly. We would take the methodology and yeah. then we would create a process in our head.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so then fast forward, bring it back on track about agile decision making. Yeah. Um, so I coached under Hefe for a while, and then...
1: he Well, saying you coached under Hefe makes it seem like he was
0: your mentor. I'm sorry. I was just coaching under the business entity that yeah, okay. created. Yeah, okay.
1: So you were at FFF coaching, yeah. and developing yourself as an individual because i would say you've personally changed a lot owning the gym or becoming a coach like right your personality has to be very different from like any other job
0: and i will say as time progressed there i can't say that i was eager to start crossfit as a business i was pretty much getting what i needed i was moving up the ladder i think i had l4 at the top of mind at the time um but like while he was doing that he would i mean i again i appreciate Hefe because he was very open with me very like um what's the word visible like he, he told me everything with business like there was struggles he was going through profit so he laws. was super transparent and the it. more he told me the more i was like yeah, oh, you know like I, i'm just glad that right now i'm not doing that kind of stuff um, so fast forward Jefe well do you point. think
1: that was uh an issue because Right, if we're going to be talking about agile so in the on the table so far we have to go back and we want to talk about the first topic that we went over which was what was the big thing i said in the beginning chat does anybody remember agile No, nah, decision making decisions or something else but whatever um then to double tap on that do you think personal issues that like root it with not issues but personal principles in your head like money for example like is spending the money on owning a gym was that going through your process or your head as well
0: no, because I have the security of my day job. Gotcha. I just think it was the stress of running a business. And actually, I will say, not it's not just Hefe. I got it from you, too, because you were you know running your Doing own business. It, yeah. so it was always... And you were telling me pain points and things and stuff like that. Um, that was a struggle. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm glad that I can just focus on coaching right now and not have mm-hmm. to worry about all that other stuff. So, again, I feel like it worked out. Um, but fast forward. Hefe came to a point where, with his full-time job, he needed to sell the gym. Hence, it was proposed to me once again. And then at that time, I guess I kind of flipped the script. You were Just ready at that over. point. Uh, I don't know if I was ready, but I felt like I needed to loosen the reins a little bit and not try to control my own destiny. Yeah, I agree. Right? Like, okay, I'm here's another time that this gym has presented itself for me to own. Like, I shouldn't be so stubborn if, like, building it from the ground up and like leaving California and starting over. Cause it was like, you were kind of also reinforcing that it's a hard road to build from the ground. Yeah. Up. Like, and you even got as far as like, all right, you started to network a little bit. All right. You started to increase your membership base. And then you hit a block of like, okay, well this next step of like, I need to expand and move out of my current space to a bigger space was actually a fucking huge hurdle. Yeah. Not easy. Several months of delay. Yeah. I mean, it never even worked out. Yeah, And it was just like, you know, in our in our heads, it's like, yeah, we'll grow small and then we'll just find a place like easy, right? Yeah. But like, in reality, that was a fucking hard yeah. challenge. I
1: mean, I like, get what yeah, we will we'll talk about that. You even having a current space <laughs> and when you were dealing with the landlords was like, I, I, I'm already in this space. The business is running. Why are you putting more blockers up? Yeah. Like they were literally throwing shit at your face. That was like this. None of this. Here, we're going to present you with new blockers. And it's like, well, why, why are these new blockers? All of a sudden, the gym has been here 10 years. Yeah. Why are now we getting presented with like noise issues? And why are we getting presented with this? Why are we getting presented with parking and putting water in the parking lot? Yeah. And like all these like very things and like, oh, the rubber mats on the floor. It's like, no.
0: And not to mention the space is still too big.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, for what we have. Yeah. right Yeah. But that would be like that would go back to the part where it's being agile. Okay. So you now buy the gym. Yep. Okay. So
0: I made the decision to finally just own a gym. Okay. Um. Again, based off of I felt confident as a coach. Uh, I felt like well, I okay. would hate to see this gym collapse uh-huh. and this community that was built just fall apart. I've grown to appreciate the culture. And also I was a big player in helping create the new culture that this gym evolved. So into. I was just
1: gonna ask. Yeah. So you were head coach at this gym. You were in you were the face of the gym 24/7. Like you were there a lot. Yeah. And the members knew knew that the the owner of the gym that he was the owner he would coach and but you were there most of the time yeah. coaching so like the core classes which are the afternoon classes you were running which at that point you whatever the culture is was yours like whatever was created was 80 percent your culture we know there were some other issues that we're not even going to talk about yeah. where it was like these members are yours so buying the gym did that make it easier for you yeah. to like actually purchase because it was like in your head these members, whatever the culture was, was what you created. Yeah. There was no way the old culture was still there. Yeah. And if it was, it was like they would fizzle out at some point on their own. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay.
0: Um,
1: so this made that that process was easier for you to then go ahead and purchase it. Yeah. Okay. Was there at some point like a, a green light that went off in your head that you were like, I know you said the destiny thing. Like, hey, this gym has been presented to me fucking ten times. Now I need to go ahead and make the decision and actually or make the leap and go do it. I need to. I need to dial in
0: more just like is this a sign like is this the way it's supposed to be kind of thing Mm -hmm. like you know when something keeps happening it's like how many times are you gonna reject oh yeah
1: that's kind of with me moving to california right like (laughs) i've done the three times now and it's like always something different it was first like i'm just gonna do it i have money saved and then i coach at the gym and then this pro core opportunity was like okay like you said when am i going to actually do one of these things that works at some point you got to try it yeah okay so you purchased the gym destiny presented itself yada 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 you go through this process you buy it now you're running it. We'll fast forward. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go current day. Let's go actually start off. Let's go before I moved here. Okay. So we are owning the gym now for eight months, right? Yeah. Okay. So almost a, year. almost a full year, 11 months. Okay. Yeah, Cause November. Okay. So now you're in the gym. I'm still not here Present it. Luke's not moving yet. What are you, where are you at? We're in October 1st. It's
0: going good. It's going good.
1: <laughs> You've getting everything getting you want. You're feeling great. This is
0: about to expire um
1: okay lease is about to expire are you thinking to yourself this was a good decision i'm going to resign or i don't want to resign or i don't know you don't have to disclose this either if you don't
0: want no no we were gonna i was in the camp of redesigning but resigning but i just needed to make sure trill was on board mm-hmm. um trill had gotten her l1 and she was starting to coach more um just because the mornings are really tough for me um but yeah i think i, I was pretty sold on resigning reasons being um just started to feel like you know we've gotten through the hurdle of like being in shock that you actually own a fucking business and people depend on you and there's Mm -hmm. fucking bills to be paid Mm -hmm. i'll tell you like when you first when i first owned that business like i'm sure it was different for you because you were building yours for me it's just like oh yeah you inherit all this shit and you're like holy shit yeah and you gotta clean it up up." (laughs) you (laughs) gotta clean up all the bullshit yeah
1: like there if there's a class like you're saying if there's a class you didn't want to coach it was there yeah you can't just strip
0: it down because people are going to be like all right well fuck you so like 11 months in, I was like just we were both just starting to feel uh, like burned out. No, not burned out that we were like getting the hang of it. OK, so it would be weird to just like, ah yeah, we just got the hang of it. Let's shut it down. Yeah.
1: OK, so now things are flowing. You have people coaching. You feel comfortable actually doing the business side. Yeah. Like you understanding
0: commercial leases are fucking bullshit. <laughs> Holy shit. You bought the gym done. these things weren't we had a lag issue Uh, yeah holy crap we just spiked
1: luke what's your 22 we'll come back to the chat (laughs) we had a lag issue so are you satisfied with your decision to own this gym hi bros like welcome the chat is popping (laughs) off today um okay so now you purchased the gym you and trill are feeling comfortable yeah fast forward now we resign the lease i'm here i'm living here um my job obviously doesn't allow me to coach as much as we would like and Everybody's job essentially, and like everybody's, <laughs> which is like...
0: expected. I remember trying to have that conversation with you when we were hashing out your roles. But hey, you got to learn the hard way yeah. sometimes.
1: I mean, I knew probably deep down it was more. I don't know if it was like more of like to make myself feel like I wasn't going to lose coaching, or if it was like, am, am I going to be coaching enough? Like coaching w- once a week or twice a day, not once a week, twice a day, once a day is a, is good enough. Yeah, it like gets for the now. job done for now. Yeah. It's like at some point will we have more? Probably at some point will all of us be coaching less? Like will you feel less burned out and put all your fucking heart into I one? Class? When you, I think you're in your green. So
0: like when you grow in your career, yeah, you'll have more time. Yeah, I agree with you. Once I'm yeah. into a different um role, like but, if you take the path Chet took for example, where it's like you're an individual contributor for a small window a year, mm-hmm. and then you move to management. Yeah, and then and you're alive large- then you start creating the life you want yeah. inside of work. So, yeah. like I know Chet's really good at uh, creating processes and systems so that he can be completely hands off.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay, but based off of that, so now we own the gym. You have it. I'm here coaching. Let's go present day. Okay. Let's reflect back. Well, you own the gym. You have the lease. You're pretty happy with it. Changing different things, the name, the branding, et cetera. Still doing that. Wrap your life into it. How agile do you think you are on a scale of one to ten can't be seven? On how quickly are you able to make decisions now based off off the experiences you've had? Um
0: probably a five. A five.
1: Okay. (laughs) Five out of ten couldn't be a seven. Where do you think the hang-ups are?
0: I'm just not good at making decisions. I think too much.
1: You think too much. So if if there was one thing that you So that's a
0: good good Point though, I will say when the when the opportunity to buy the gym the second time, there was no time to really think. So you had to do it. It was like a you have to make yeah call, to I make think the which call. helped me make yeah the decision. That's interesting. Or okay, forced to forced forced to, make, to make the decision. people to make decisions when there's like some time constraint. It was either because you got to think about it, it. Was like, hey. Here's the gym you go to, you coach at, you work at, and you're part of, and the community you're part of. It's either going to disappear, you're going to have nothing. And I, like, I know you and I have talked about it. We're not really big fans of the other places to work out around here. So it's like, oh, you're going to work out by your... It's either you can buy this gym, try to build this community, still have a place and a, a group of people that are kind of your allies, or you're just going to work out by yourself in the garage. Yeah. Start all over. Yeah.
1: Which is like at the point you didn't want to. Okay. No. And I, I that yeah, was the kind of like yeah, if I didn't the make decisions. the decision
0: for the gym, that's what I was going to have, like yeah. immediately, like yeah. that gym was going to fold. Because
1: you thought to yourself, "There's, n- I'm not going to any other gyms around here." Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, okay. So being agile, what if I, you know, took the magic wand, <laughs> the Harry Potter shit? Anybody out there who knows Harry Potter, Tori? I know you do. Um, let's answer the chat real quick. Rose and Tori are talking about love.
0: Seven's a cop out, Tori. We, yeah. You never. Anytime you ask someone to rate something on a scale, make sure you leave out seven because it's the safe. <laughs>
1: The safe bet. Ask it. Everyone's going to be like, hey, how attractive do you think I am? A Seven.
0: Yeah. Well, because you're not an eight.
1: You're not a six. A seven's like, right, you know, 70%. Who doesn't want it? It's the passing score on a test in school.
0: I think it's more like how attractive am I? And they're like, "Yeah, you're a six, but they don't want to say that. Yeah. Six so they 11. say a seven yeah.
1: because it's, you know, so you got to just take seven out of any opportunity presented to you. Um. But we go through there. Magic wand. Boom. Hits you one thing that you can change what would it be like if it About. But like perfectly like if i spawned the magic wand you hit you and you can have the perfect scenario what would be that thing that you would change
0: <laughs> i would be living in a place
1: <laughs> oh shit <laughs> we just discovered something fucking crazy you'd be living elsewhere
0: I'd Be living elsewhere and okay. i would be, be starting from the ground up i'd have a barn
1: okay so a different gym
0: but i don't even know if this place exists
1: yeah i mean i don't know so, if it yeah. does either
0: i don't regret any of the decisions like okay you no know, it's like you we, we were talking about with you it's like we're here obviously for some fucked up reason yeah
1: okay so we're gonna pull away from the crossfit gym owning situation okay i just moved some of the shit out of my way so we're going through this right i heard this on a podcast from that we listened to um we used to really like these guys um <laughs> but it's not from them they stole I'm, i don't know what book it's from again, Chet, you might be able to double tap on this dude at some point, (laughs) you know, you'll jump in and help out. But the salt shaker situation or like the uh, the salt shaker goes in the center of the table, right? And we always and we're going to refer to that as the methodology or we're going to refer to that as the the salt shaker um, expert kayaking. Good. Jack peddling. Um, <laughs> so he's a weird dude. We, <laughs> so, okay. So we're going to go computer science, the kernel. What's the kernel <laughs> in computer science? Chet. Chet. The kernel in computer science isn't that like the core, right? That's the center. Yeah, the, it's like the, the general. The general, yeah. So they are that we always have to refer back to, right? So that's the methodology. You cannot run the computer without the without the core processor or the general, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's the same concept as the salt shaker. I put the salt shaker in the center of the table because everybody around us, all of us are eating. So it's you, me, Trill, Kendall, um, and some other friends, right? We're all around this table.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. We're going to take a little break here. We're live at the marathon. I don't
1: think you guys are going to see Rocky's end, but I just wanted to... marathon we're gonna talk about agile Yeah, let's dive into some sports
0: yeah holy crap so true where are you right now we're
1: at the marathon i don't think you can see
0: nice who's who's running in right now? kendall you finished already
3: yeah she's already (laughs) done she got a pr
0: all right so we got one of our members rocky she's been training for this for geez how long not that long
1: november right she decided she was gonna do it december she hasn't two months two months <laughs> two months january february half
0: marathon which is 13 miles trills at the finish line do you know if she's close
3: no we just had the 145
0: pacer run through so that's about a nine minute mile average okay, so she's um, about a 10
1: minute mile yeah so she'll be a, a little bit behind Can you hear this guy behind you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just want to call in, show you that we're out here supporting Novo. Oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> Nobo, yeah. That's a true supporter right there. There's some other people we know that don't support Nobo, like you, Trill.
0: Nice, Trill. We'll have to call back in when she's crossing that finish line. We'll get a in-person interview with you.
1: Uh, and decision-making. Ad- agility we're talking about. Agility.
3: Thanks,
1: guys. You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Colonel, salt, pepper, or the salt's in the center of the fucking table, and you always have to go back to the center, right? So we can move the salt shaker around because we have to become agile. We have to make different changes, but the salt shaker always is going to go back. So it's the the concept of. I think
0: you're still throwing me with the salt shaker. I'm going to bring What's it the up the importance of it. So the salt is it because everyone needs salt?
1: Yeah, the salt shaker always like right. Go to a, go to a restaurant. Usually, in the center Seven of the table, table salt is pepper. salt, pepper, Ketchup. candle and yeah okay we're oh, at a ghetto sorry. restaurant I, restaurant. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. forgot this guy's bougie yeah we in a home ghetto <laughs> shit sorry <It's all> right. <laughs> I Rico a lot <laughs> yeah Rico's famous, <laughs> favorite place to eat has ketchup and he probably has fucking mustard and like those little jellies too Yeah, and, uh, he steals those <laughs> okay
0: so here we go at a restaurant because like the salt shaker to me is not the kernel like i feel like the kernel is the thing executing and telling and dispatching all these different okay we could do that
1: relates. all right let's go to the kernel let's make it really complicated well for no because no one knows computer science Well, I'm we're gonna to break it down the salt i just have a fear if we get chet on here he's gonna not yeah. make this concept easy um chet uh, Tori, if you're still there a seven don't always pick it see you always pick it because it's the yeah, fucking it's easiest the same one
0: thing that's hot sauce is this uh, yeah exactly, you can't even exactly. have hot sauce yeah like, like, like stop bullshit yeah. people. <laughs> um
1: have you guys read the sunk it cause idea that you can't change your mind once you've sunk a certain amount of time or money into the project we'll put this up for you too
0: anybody who can't see that read that out loud um i'm sure chad have heard of that i feel like i've heard you mention that chad is that true you have any context there you can't change your mind once you've sunk in a certain amount of time or money into a project that holds so many people back that you can't see i would think for for me it would be the other way around you would fear what Well, it's a
1: concept i i think i've heard this i think they've talked about it again at work they talk about a lot of this stuff um i've never read the book um but they talk about this in the idea of companies because we deal with a lot of people that are like look man we've like we understand our processes suck and like are really detrimental. There's not an ROI is really bad. Our, the amount of time that it's taking for them to actually implement this is fucking long. Like our business is suffering because it's taking 18 months for implementation. And it's like, cool. You're going to have to spend a lot of money. There's going to be a lot of changes. And when we talk to the CEOs, like I have conversations with them. Like, look, buddy, I can't do anything because we spent so much money now. And now, like you just said right there, Tori is like, you can't change your mind because now you've sunk in, they put time. Like he's always like, we've, we spent the last 18 months implementing this. And it's like the last 18 months, you know, how much has changed in the world and software. Okay. That's an issue. But then the for them, it's the amount of money.
0: So for you, do you feel like you fall victim to this? me I, I, would, I have my opinion
1: um I don't think I fall victim to it yeah, as I'm much sure. because yeah, I don't think you do no
0: no I mean it, how much time and money did you put into your last business and you were able to quickly pivot yeah
1: out of it yeah or I would even look at something like the car
0: yeah the car is another good one it's okay to pivot yeah it's yeah. a whole being agile job well, okay
1: so you go through those those things. How do you combat somebody who is struggling to be agile? Like, what are some like right tactics there? We do a lot of that. And it's like, you need at work, the simple thing. It's like, we need to find the champion. We need to find somebody who has fucking pain, clout, knowledge, and they are struggling. So if we're going through this issue, how are we going to help you become more agile? You need to identify
0: pain. You need to identify. um, So identifying pain would be like calling out that, hey, what you're doing right now regardless of what you put into it isn't working
1: yeah but it's like but you can't just flat out say that to somebody like i can't say to you like hey eric what you're doing isn't working on this project man i'm not referring to this eric
0: he should Uh, be writing this stuff down
1: though yeah um (laughs) you should be but going through this right it's like cool in the gym we'll refer to a gym super simple it's like i'm not losing weight okay well why why is that you need to be they need to be the one that actually decides that if anybody out there to this
0: to this fallacy I'm not losing weight and I'm putting all this time and money into the gym right that'd be the kind of and plan to fail yeah
1: I would agree plan to fail but I it depends depends on plan to fail right yeah double tap on that chat to explain that a little bit more for me give me a situation or scenario that you would
0: sounds like he's saying try not to be so reliant on where when that finish line happens for mm-hmm these goals or projects that you have set for example but you so, like, should be uh i want a gym with 200 members by christmas of this year like he's saying reduce the reliance on that christmas of this year mm-hmm. goal
1: okay so
0: and plan to not hit 200 members like okay what does
1: that look like but the the reference back to the gym yeah. would be like to even identify this you need to come into the gym and it's going to be like to answer to what he's saying there. Uh, don't put a date on it, right? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. So, so it's like, back to your yeah. loss memory, okay. Right? So, hey, I, I, I'm not, it's been six months now and I'm not losing weight. It's like, okay. So now you need to make them discover what the issue is without you telling them. Like, you already know, like, okay, dude, I drove past in and out every day and I saw you there. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that. Be like, all right, man, tell me about your diet. Like, do discovery, but open ended questions. Like, you need to ask, like, hey, Like, what's your diet? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Well, dude, you eat like I like in and out too. How many times do you eat it a week? Yeah. Oh, shit. Seven. Okay. Well, that might be one of the problems.
0: Could I say something like, hey, you know, uh, has work been really busy? I've just noticed you've only been coming twice a week. Yeah.
1: You could say that. Yeah. But, but that's a closed ended question. You just said, hey, please give me the yes or no answer. I only see you come here twice a week. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, like, yeah. Why haven't you been here? Like, in the beginning, you were coming six days a week. And then all of a sudden, now we've pivoted back now you're down to one to two times a week like tell me a little bit about that explain that to me yeah. and then well what's that like for your mental health well why is this happening um so my point there is like right they just start to do discovery all of a sudden they're thinking in the back of their head they're like oh fuck i do go to in and out seven days a week yeah that's really bad um I'm spending a lot of money. That's stressful for me. So now I'm working more because I'm always going out and eating I'm eating breakfast, lunch and dinner out. I'm also this I'm unemployed, or this is happening or that happening. And all of a sudden, all these things come in. And they're like, he's right, I need to get back into the gym, I need to work out more, I need to stop eating like this, help me, help yeah. me, I'm not losing weight. And all of a sudden, right? It's like, well, here's the idea. I'm going to present this to you. It's like, cool, I can go we can go Two ideas business, would be like, cool, it's the coach. Now I just made another business because they have the money. Yeah. So they're going to pay for the nutrition service. And now they're going to come to the gym more. And now they're going to show that I care, like, because you also are just curious of what their issue might be. So
0: Rico, I think the motivation from when you plan to fail comes from is the lessons learned from failing.
1: Yeah. So what Chet said above that, he said, expect to fail, get back up, learn from it and try again. It's part of the plan would totally, I would agree, but you need to be aware of those things. Would you not? Would you agree, Chet? Agreed, Eric. We got a fucking live <laughs> chat. T par dropping in. Agreed, Eric. I was gonna say that failing shouldn't be expected because it becomes an excuse. If it happens, you learn from it, but you don't plan. Or yeah, but you don't plan it to begin. Interesting take, T par. T par, if you got a minute, drop in here. We'll interview, a <laughs> live interview. I'd love to, you know, talk. I've got T par. <laughs> was one of my OG CrossFit members yeah. she trusted me hated it CrossFit she used to come to the gym every day she didn't hate it but she used to come to the gym every day and would always just be scared like yeah. not scared but she didn't want to she was like no, no no I can't do that I can't do that then all of a sudden rewind six months T par would be like 6am <laughs> or the only one there yeah. she'd be ready cold rain snow whatever it might be always there at some point I don't know if it was uh, the other coach, Nikki, talking to her or whatever, but at some point there was some discovery, and all of a sudden was like full send. CrossFit yeah. was like, I see the value, I see the benefit, I feel better, I feel happy. I don't, I can't answer for her, but I would assume at some point some of these things went through your head a little bit. Yeah, so that would be like the
0: agil- agileness in your life. Peace out, T. T. Par. I think the failing being expected is to kind of counter the people that. Put all their eggs in the basket of hitting this goal, and then when they don't hit it, it's just complete shutdown. Well, I'm just giving up on that. I think the idea of planning your planning to fail is just making it so that when you do fail, your plan is to learn from whatever those failures may have been, or, or what you're you know kind of expecting. Like, okay, I didn't lose uh, 100 pounds in four months. But I did lose 50 pounds. How can I keep going with this? How can I build momentum versus just like, well, fuck it. Then I'm going back to in and out kind of thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's wrong with the Tesla's not charging? Yeah, it's just like <laughs> being weird. What's it's, it say? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> just got to we'll figure it out.
1: Technology. Yeah, technology shit. Um, shit. <laughs> but yeah. Gotta That's just. my opinion. Okay. You lost your train of thought. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Somebody. Wherever. Also, if
0: anyone wants to J up, we'll throw it down. Click this link. Yeah. Rico, you're more than welcome. Chat, you're more than welcome.
1: Anybody, just click the link.
0: Holy click the shit, link. we're 45 minutes in and we missed the guest time.
1: Not the Twitch one. Don't click the Twitch one. If you want to do a live, you got to do the StreamYards, the Novo podcast. StreamYards.com slash I44, whatever it is. Click that chat. Um, We can do as many as you want. All of you guys hop in at once, but... uh.
0: Whatever whatever it might be. You had to make a big decision switch here. Yeah. You want to tell us about that?
1: Yeah. Which part? A lot changed.
0: Well, let's talk about, you know, you were supposed to be at that marathon. All right. Let's All talk right. about your decision to kind of pivot.
1: All right. So pivoting. A couple of things I have on that. <laughs> we could really dive into that. But have you ever done a marathon? I've so never much? done the marathon. Right. Okay. Is this a
0: bucket list item?
1: Uh... Not a bucket list in like the front of mine, but in the back of mine, I'd be like, I would like to. Yeah, at some yeah. point, I would say I want to do it. I don't know if I would want to do it on a fucking freezing cold day like today. Uh, for some reference, it snowed yesterday here. We're in <laughs> Southern California.
0: Snowed at the beach.
1: It's snowed small, at too. the beach. Yeah, the beach. Again, and snow, when we say snowed, the, the sand was covered, right? It was white. Yeah. Santa Barbara covered in snow. Mountains covered in snow. We had hail here. Um Yeah, I'd love to see Chet on here too. But celebrate the good. Don't focus on the failures. So that was kind of like to go in. So no, I did not do the marathon. We were signed up today. Me and Kendall bailed. Kendall was sick last week. And I'm...
0: Jade up kind of as a team.
1: Yeah, jade up as a team. Like
0: I did the same thing. I could
1: have done it by myself. But it was like, for me, it was like, cool. I'm not going to do this. (laughs) I would have hated running. And if I had a good experience, no matter what, like if I did well or enjoyed the endorphins from running, I would have hated it because of the fucking cold. So for me, it was like, this is personal no-brainer pivoting was like, I would much rather do this in the fucking heat. I'd yeah. much rather run. I'd much rather be able to take my shirt off and fucking have sweat and be like telling people like, hey, I need a sweatband or get me more salt or whatever. I would much rather that. And overall, your body feels better. Your muscles move yeah. better. So, so how did
0: you not fall victim to – because you put a lot of – a good amount of training into this, right?
1: Uh, I a a lot of runs. Yeah, we did a lot of runs. Kendall would disagree that we did training for it. But I would say like, right, if you take the cross methodology, which we're not going to talk about, but it would be like, hey, I do a lot. I work out six days a week in the gym. We do workouts with running. I would hop on. There was days I would show up early and rip the skier and do like different um, interval training there. And then we would go on fucking runs. We've done 10 mile runs. We've done a lot of five mile runs. If you add that all, we probably done 30 to 50 miles of running, which in my eyes, all we needed to do for endurance wise was like literally load up our tendons and get used to running. So we trained a lot. Moral of the story. And but to um, me, it
0: sounds like your confidence in in the methodology that you're doing yeah, means that you could just do the marathon whenever. So it means it's easier for you to pivot. Yeah, it was much easier. So, like talking about that project fails fallacy where they're saying you've put all this time and mm-hmm. money into. Um, preparing for the marathon yeah. for you it's just time but even still well once like you put money you had to buy tickets yeah right? we had
1: to buy tickets i had to buy shoes i had to buy socks we had to buy like the fucking shaping cream but all this of that.
0: idea of lesson learn or just knowing uh the crossfit methodology and what it does for you not so even it's the like method makes it easy for you to just pivot to push back the date like you, you could run a marathon yeah
1: i'm that. not worried about the training it's like if you said to me hey we're gonna run tomorrow i'd be like fuck, okay, (laughs) we're running a marathon tomorrow. (laughs) Whereas like other people would be like, I can't. Again, like Kendall was very nervous that she couldn't. And it was like, I don't disagree that like, I'm not dismissing your thoughts and your feelings about it, but on a training standpoint, and understanding of how the body works, you could do it. Like I would strongly, like not saying you can run the whole thing and I'm not saying you're going to finish sub six, but everybody that I know who has done a lick of CrossFit, a decent amount of CrossFit, a year we'll call it, can okay. do it. I don't know if it's gonna be running or walking, but you're going to have the mental fucking grit, in my opinion to do it, whether you want to believe it or not. That's a whole different fucking twist. Okay. You tell yourself stories, you might not believe it. That's the again, whole different story. Like, that's that what we were talking about last week, the arousal state, like how quickly or how well can you control control your arousal state to stay sound before you get to the peaks so like in the marathon, it would like you need to stay sound. Well, well into like the first 10 miles my halfway through might be the peak yeah. for some people you need if you want to keep running you need to drop it down or like an ultra marathon you need to stay like the 26 miles you can't you got to be peaking like only halfway there Yeah. so I think anybody who's done crossfit could run a marathon and again I'm not saying it would be comfortable you're going to be in pain no matter what and
0: do you feel like that makes it easier for you to kind of pivot I think you said that earlier. yeah I
1: think it makes it easier marathon. to pivot yeah pivot because I think I understand what pain feels like in that sense like I was trying to explain this
0: if the roles were reversed what would your decision be? So if you got sick on day, uh-huh. feeling better by Thursday, what would you have decided? Probably not. still the same.
1: Weather's still the same. same. I would have probably postponed it just for like, I'm not feeling 100%. I've been there. I know what it feels like. It's not worth it because also I'm not dismissing at all what a marathon would do to you. Yeah. Like 26 miles. We did like the simple math, 400 calories an hour, um, five hours, four hours. You're burning at least active calories, 2,500 plus calories. And like, if I was sick and wasn't eating and doing all this, it's like, that's a lot of stress. And then your central nervous system just got destroyed from being sick. And it's like, if you want to get sick again, go do it. Or if like disappointment, because all of a sudden halfway through the marathon, you're really feeling bad, like the pain is going to be real. You've been there. So being agile in the sense of like understanding why you're making certain decisions and how you made them and being able to divert and bounce around. I think that's huge.
0: What's what was your goal, your big goal for the marathon?
1: For me, just to do it, just to do it, just to do it, just to do it with little, like you said, when you did it, same thing. And I'm not stealing this from you. It's like I think I could do it with little training, so I'm gonna stick to that because, like, I believe in the methodology of CrossFit. And again, if it was like I'm trying to go to the Boston Marathon, it'd be like you need to fucking train. Like
0: trying to enjoy it at all.
1: Enjoy it in the sense of yeah, because that's why. Like if I'm going on a run in the freezing cold, I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd be like, my hands are cold, my feet are wet, my pants are fucking freezing. I'm wearing long pants and I'm sweating, but if I take them off, I'm gonna freeze. So like that's not enjoying. Like the fucking scolding heat is just as bad, but I yeah. would much rather that situation being able to wear like shorts and no shirt and a sweatband or a hat and whatever it might be to run. I would yeah. much rather that situation than like freezing and sweating kind of, but also not sweating. Yeah, Like it's cold out there. Like my car, I tried to charge it this morning and it wouldn't charge because <laughs> it's cold. That's
0: what we were just looking at. I'm like, I'm not even sure if it's charging. Chad, yeah, just because you're eating, man, doesn't mean you can't pop on the old cast right here. I don't need the perfect studio. You can uh, just pop in, man. Love to chat with you about, you know, decision making and being agile. Rico, you too, man. I'm sure you got a lot of input here. Uh, we could also run you through some training. Yeah, we so It's would usually love it. the time we take some guests. Like, we're about 50 minutes in. Yeah, we're
1: about to wrap it up. <laughs>
0: Pivoting, making decisions. I could
1: start ripping the some text links out to people, but
0: we also haven't talked about the CrossFit Open, so we'll pivot here soon. Where, where's Jamie been? Is yeah, he working today? J-
1: Jimmy, my boy, hop in. BT, hop in. BT's <laughs> really excited because he got the same score as me. Tara, did you do the open
0: if you're still here?
1: Well, I'll just send these links. 23.2. Is it in the chat? Is it in our Discord channel? Yes. And the links. Oh no, that's the YouTube. Yeah, yeah I got in it there. It's in there. Yeah. Uh, who well, do you want me to send this to? Uh-huh, anyone?
0: Tpar, are you out there? Yeah, t-par click the link in the in should the uh, YouTube T-Parr? comments. She didn't do it. She I didn't know do that. it. What happened?
2: We'll get her in. Uh, we
0: had a lady in last our Friday night who did uh the foundations, which was she was an older lady. She was in her how old was she? I think seventies, sixties, sixties or seventies, somewhere in there. Without Luke, I was too intimidated. You would have crushed it. It was one of those, you know, grindy workouts. Um, but yeah, we had a 67-year-old lady. And I just kept telling her, like, she was really nervous too, Tara. Kind of probably like you, like very intimidated at first because we were doing Friday night light style, open heat. People just jumping in whenever. But I was like, basically all you're going to do <laughs> is lay on the floor. Then you're going to get back up and you're going to do a tiny little hop. And then I was like, you're going to walk to that line or and come back.
1: Well, I all the workout. was. What do you think, Tyron? Maybe you can double tap on this. It's my word of the day. Double tap. (laughs) Um, I think I got that from work. Everybody says that like, oh, you can double tap on this if you want. Um, But going through like, what is the intimidating factor? Is it the fact that it is like the workout and it's being scored in a competition setting? Is it the fact that everybody else is doing it and like really blacking out and pushing hard? Is it the fact
0: that like like, what I want to really understand? Like what you'd have to. Tara, you'd have to jump on here because, like, I'm we're in such different places now. Like, you and I have been doing this for over seven years, 80, yeah, nine years.
1: There she is. T-par, you don't have to turn the camera on. That's Tara's
0: new, so it's a little bit different.
1: Tara, can you hear us?
0: She might she, have some audio issues. Yeah, she's a tech person, she'll figure, <laughs> she'll it, figure out. it out.
1: Enable the uh, she's either not having service. Yeah, I've heard double tap two hundred times. Write that next time and, you yeah, speak, uh, Rick. If you don't to
0: pro core, you're gonna have to use that terminology. Yeah, the
1: Terminology. Understand
0: Rick. it. I want you to have a written definition by the end of the day. Send it over.
1: Um, that you have audio. You still got audio issues. If you're talking, just press the uh, like the mic or turn. You had you didn't approve it to say audio. So maybe leave it and then redo it. Um, but who else didn't do the open that we know? Sarah and Vince. I don't think they did this week.
0: Yeah, but I think it'd be interesting to hear Tara's perspective on the intimidation factor because, like I said, you and I've been doing it for a while. So we look at this and we go, "Oh, there's nothing intimidating about this workout. Like you're just, you know, doing burpees and running."
1: Well, there's like, even when
0: I was watching like everyone do it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this
3: okay. looks, like really Because I'm in the show." Oh, there, we can it, hear
1: you. All right, Tara. Yes. Can you hear us? Welcome, welcomes.
3: Rose, I can hear you. Didn't
1: you do it either. Um, Tara, what? was your thoughts well so far what's been new how's it going how's the crossfit space
3: all good it's not bad it's not bad there's a couple of coaches there that i really like but i don't think you know any of them
1: no probably uh no i would probably know some of them but last kelsey no no
3: karen well ricky you know him
1: yeah i know ricky i know karen uh no actually i don't know karen that's uh, that's reese's mom right
3: no no she's young this karen
1: Oh, no, I don't know her. Um, but all right, overall, so you started CrossFit. Let's rewind. You started CrossFit, like I was saying in the beginning, two years ago.
3: Yep, October, two About, years ago. Yeah, two years.
1: What was your initial thought? Like, why were why were all of a sudden, you were like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do CrossFit today?
3: Because you and Nikki kept saying, just try it, just try it, we'll <laughs> scale it for you. We'll, tr- we'll And I was bringing Nick anyway, so I thought, oh, fuck it, let's just see what happens.
1: So you tried it day one. Do you remember your first workout?
3: No, but I do remember you, the first stretch you made me do is that one, the cow stretch, and I couldn't even do it. And I was like, Oh, my God, this is terrible.
1: (laughs) Which immediately did you think to yourself, the fuck is this shit? I'm not doing this.
3: Yeah, I was like, this ain't happening. No way. But I think you came back
1: the next day, though.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think I did.
1: Yeah, I think you did. I think, I think you immediately started coming four days a week. Until, like, you had some hamstring issues, but yeah. you immediately did. I can't remember what your first workout was. Do you remember what your worst workout was that you've done?
3: Uh, thrusters. Anything with thrusters, <laughs> I think, is right. the worst.
1: Um. Yeah, everybody hates fucking thrusters, which is why you probably skipped out on this open workout, I'm guessing.
3: Yes, and because I missed the first week anyway. But – No, because it was in the morning. It was, it was, they were going to do it Friday morning at 5 a.m. And John was the coach and I have nothing against John, but that's a little intimidating. And I was like, nope, I ain't going.
0: What's intimidating about John? Let's dig into that.
3: Is it that he's a male? Yeah, maybe. Not John in general, just that I don't normally work out with him. So like maybe if it was Celeste or Karen, who I felt knew me a little bit better, maybe I would have gone. But I didn't know who the other people were either. And if they were all like core, like, like hard crossfitters. I yeah. just didn't want to be in competition.
1: So that's part of the intimidating factor. So you got to go in at like Nova, right? You felt comfortable, small setting at the house, all those things. Now you're in a bigger space, 5000 square feet, you got people that you don't know all the time. Do you fear like they're like judging you looking at you talking about you?
3: Not typically, but for, for the open, I would. Like uh, 5 a.m., I got to be honest, it's very quiet. Luke, yeah, you remember oh, how 6 a.m. Yeah. was? 5 a.m. Is, is even too, more though, quiet.
0: There, that might just be a global thing. Yeah. Like I could trust the 5 a.m. classes, the ones that are real easy to move. You just have to move them around. They don't talk too much. They're quiet. They just want to get it done and go to work. Yep. So that's probably a global thing.
3: Yeah, because it's early. And yeah, you get up. Do.
0: But I'm surprised your perspective shifted then. So when with the open you just felt like that group would become more competitive or did you feel like random people who weren't normal five AMers would join up?
3: Random people that weren't normal five AMers might be there. And also okay. because you're, even though the coach is helping and watching you, you're not being scrutinized though. The open, you're being like scrutinized. And I, I don't uh, know. Okay. I just didn't do it. So
1: the the counter, the person counting for you might cause some fear, right?
3: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Okay. Well, did you, did you, did you make friends in this class?
3: Yeah, the 5am. Yeah, I know a lot of people, you know, I've I've met them that all go there. But again, I just didn't know who was going to be there that Friday morning. Now, had I had like a Luke or a Nikki there that said you're coming? Don't ask. Well, did any of your gym
0: buddies hit you up and say, hey, you're gonna make it there? I'd love if you were my judge.
3: No, I don't think a lot of I don't know who even signed up. I don't know that a lot of the 5 a.m.s were signed up when I looked at the names.
0: We got to have you reach out. Maybe you be that person. It's like, hey, you going? I want to be your judge. And I want you to be counted for me.
3: All right, here's the deal. Here's my goal. Next year I'm going and I ain't going to be intimidated and I don't have to be coaxed to do it. Yeah, okay, I so you that's just, a great goal.
1: Yeah, you just want to be like, cool, the open's here. Let's fucking go.
3: Yeah, but I knew I was going to miss the first week. That was the other issue because I was All in right. Florida.
1: So the next, the goal is next year when you're in Florida to just do a drop in.
3: You know what? Look, I didn't even think of that. I should have. You're right. I should have. That would be I didn't cool. even think to look at that. Look but at it. You struggled with the. Uh,
0: If you struggle with the intimidation with random people, I think that might be hard for you.
3: No, because I don't, I wouldn't know those people. So what would they care?
0: So you mean truly random people. It makes it a little more comfortable. The fact that they, these people at the five 30 go to your gym, made it a little more intimidating.
3: Yeah. Five o'clock. I don't know. It was just the counter. I don't like it. And what was the, wait, what was the workout? It was the, um, the running back and forth, right? Shuttle shuttle
1: runs and then burpee, your favorite burpee pull-ups.
3: Yeah, see, I can't do those. I can't pull up.
1: Well, the scaled
0: option was just a burpee. She loved burpees.
3: I hate them, but I can yeah, do them now. Awesome. I mean, I can do them better than I did before.
0: It's interesting because you're a very social person. Yeah. I think next year you go into it and you be that kind of social butterfly like maybe you've got uh like the, a year comrade that at the gym and you're like uh,
3: but matt i used to say this to luke all the time don't forget anytime i was ever in a class i was always top of the class not physically so that's a little intimidating for me well,
0: forget the class i mean like if rose was at your was going to five thirty, you could you would hit her up in text and be like rose you're counting for me i'm counting for you let's get yeah, it yeah
3: that's true that's true let's you gotta find that
0: person in your 5 a.m to be like yo hey susie q we're teaming up on this thing you need to make an alliance yeah good
3: point very good point Oh right, the, right.
1: why hasn't jay started yet i thought he told us in november he oh, was please.
3: please luke i try please
1: <laughs> he could do it nick could get back into it during the open season
3: <laughs> yeah he said he's gonna come back but i don't know that kid uh, yeah he, the could be a beast. he could i really be a beast. like
0: that goal though tara of doing the open not being coerced i think that's an important piece
3: yeah, look what I tell you before. If I don't talk to myself, I do much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's also true. All right, but pivoting, so you had to a little to bring, we'll wrap it in and end it with a, the pivoting. You heard the beginning part we talked about, like pivoting and being agile and being able to make decisions quickly. You were presented with that one, right? I had to close the gym, decided to move. You pivoted. You went through a cold spell at all? Or were you right away like, fuck this, I'm going to keep doing this?
3: No. Well, remember when you left, I was in Italy. My first yeah. trip, which was awesome. But no, as soon as I came back, I joined.
1: Immediately. I knew, yeah. If I
3: didn't join, I wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah. And that so was you... a little
3: intimidating because I knew no one.
1: Yeah, but... but you still did it and you never would have done that before.
3: No, no. Damn. No, someone would have had to encourage me. So yeah. I went and even knowing that, you know, that wasn't the best family uh alliance there, but it was yeah. the most convenient. And I went yeah. and met people and yeah. just did it.
0: I had just a great idea, but I want to bounce it off you, Tara. What if earlier in the month of February, a coach had reached out to you a quick phone call and was just asking where your head was at on in terms of the open and kind of threw in some good tips and tricks for encouragement to get you to join. Would that have helped
3: Uh, or would that have uh, made you
0: more standoffish?
3: No, probably. It probably would have helped other That'd than I was going to miss that first week. But it may have.
0: We might apply that at our business here. Maybe I'll do that next year. We'll call everybody and be like, hey, are you thinking about doing the Open? If they give us hesitation, we'll try to be encouraging and talk to yeah, them. Yeah,
3: I would just ask them why. Yeah, why Why are you hesitating? Is it the 20 bucks or is it like that you don't think you can do it? Because yeah. I did those wall walks that time, Luke, and I was so proud of myself. Yeah, me? that's
0: awesome. I always think it's so impressive when I see new people to CrossFit or older people going upside down i'm like man that's crazy i bet they never thought they'd be going upside down
3: <laughs> yeah she had me doing those um handstands against the wall and i was determined to do one on my own and i that's finally awesome. was able to do one finally. karen helped me with that yeah
1: so like tara had this big thing i don't know if it's still a thing but flight or flight right wasn't that one of your big things the fight yeah. or flight mode so she read this one time brought in like a picture everything fight or flight what was that like when you literally walked in the door at ica was that fight or flight was that high in, high and pumping or were you like at that moment, like, uh, I needed to do this. I need to do this. And the fight or flight kind of subsided. Yeah, it
3: was just, it was a, just do it. Don't even think about flying. Cause you're not just do it.
1: So you, that kind of faded. Do you feel like you still have that issue? Fight or flight mode?
3: Oh yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. but like when I skipped Friday, when I, I make myself go three times a week and when I skipped Friday, I was like, that's it. You're doing it Saturday. I don't care what the workout is. You have to go. Gotcha, and I so did yeah. it
1: dedicated to going four days a week or five days a week
0: yep i gotta make myself weird. yeah that's impressive a lot of at uh, 5
3: a.m wanna... matt 5 a.m yeah.
0: <laughs> do you I, that's a whole miss another mystery to me tara i don't get how people do it i'm always impressed when i finish <laughs> the 5 a.m class oh,
1: i think funny. a big part that comes from like our family though like that's a lombardi trait in my opinion like the the driver dedication that we all do is kind of su- super odd we always no matter what we're like i don't care how sick i am i don't care if i'm fucking tired i don't care if this i'm gonna get this done because i do it i don't know if it's because it's routine or we're just the type of people that are like i'm doing it because i said i was yeah yeah and, and i
3: struggles I still didn't change with the at four thirty. I might hate it, but man, I'm going to be so happy at six ten when I'm done. Yeah, still
1: home. do it, yeah. That's all. I don't even fucking. When we coach the 5.30s here and have to wake up that early, I'm pissed.
3: <laughs> I love getting them done early.
1: Yeah, you could only imagine how I am at five thirty. I go to the office. They all talk to me, and I'm. It's just three of us there, and I just sit down and drink my coffee and listen to them. I don't say a word. Do you yeah, notice, that? It's
3: a different Luke at at uh, three o'clock compared yeah, to the yeah, whole makeup. different
1: space. Yeah. yeah,
0: they all laugh. How can I talk? Do you got to click the what? link, Rose. Rose, you have to click the link in the comments. T-PAR will show you how.
3: Oh, God, Matt, don't say that. I'll have to go up there.
0: <laughs> but,
3: can I ask me, do I notice what?
0: Yeah,
1: you were saying something.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you notice? Uh, So, you know how you were saying the 530 in the very beginning, everyone's quiet, reserved. How about after the workout?
3: I mean, yeah, there's they talk and I mean everybody's friendly. Once you get there, they talk and they're friendly, but it's not like a social thing like I would expect the five at night to be. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's
1: a it's a party club at five PM.
3: Yeah, like five a.m. is get in, get her done. Now we gotta get to work. Yeah.
1: Well, that's also different because everybody's like on the clock, ready to go, which is super different (laughs) because West Coast people show up usually seven minutes late on the part. Like everybody in the 5 a.m. class is seven minutes late usually. So class actually starts at 5.37. Um, whereas the East Coast, it's like, it was like, boom, six o'clock. Let's start because if we're not out of here on time, everybody's going to give me shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, 5.37 oh, yeah.
0: class doesn't get a cool down.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, this is right on time, 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's,
1: oh, that's it's, not East Coast. It's, crime, yeah, it's, it's, it's the is. East Coast attitude. It's got to yep. be.
3: Yeah, Rose,
1: uh, you don't understand how technology works and so next time we'll get you on.
3: <laughs> yeah, where is she?
0: She doesn't yeah. know how to work. Technology. Matt, have you
3: seen Ro, your mother? She looks great.
0: Uh, well, I'll She's see her fit. in 3 4 weeks.
3: Good, cuz she is fit.
1: Yeah, we like, just built for a family calendar.
3: 1 years old? Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, we just built a family calendar so now we know when everybody's visiting, when people are coming. You and Jay are going to Napa.
3: Not till next year. Who told you uh, that?
1: Next year. I thought Jay said it was sooner than that.
3: No, it's Puerto Rico. But Maddie took a job. She's moving to New Mexico, so we got to get joined up when she's out there.
1: Yeah. Shit. I thought she was going to Arizona.
3: No, it got changed, and Oklahoma wouldn't let her go. She took a job in New Mexico, right outside of Santa Fe.
1: Oh shit! When does she go there?
3: A uh, middle of May.
1: Well, will have to interview her for agility. Agility there. Yeah. She yeah,
0: bounced. She's moved. a
3: biker. Yeah. You got to talk to her for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, Tara, thanks for popping in.
3: Sure. Thanks for starting my Sunday. You guys are the best.
0: <laughs> thanks for the good idea. I think next year I'll have all the coaches call a set of people and we'll check in with the open. Yeah.
3: Matt, honestly, I think that would be huge. Huge. All right,
0: that was your idea. Yeah. We'll yeah. we'll patent it on there.
3: Oh, great. The Tara <laughs> call. EPR our methodology. Me. All right. Goodbye. All right. See you. Bye.
1: All right, Matt.
0: What do we got? Well, we'll wrap it up with 23.2 since we're talking about
1: it. 23.2. Or if
0: Rico, Chet, if you want to pop in here, stop being little babies. We can talk about Destiny We got a
1: couple more minutes of time, (laughs) and then we cut this in six minutes. We end it hard, a hard six-minute cut. We got big shit to do. We got people still hitting the open BT. I think me and you got the same score, so I know you're hyped about that.
0: Um, Overall thoughts on the workout. 23.2 was a two-part workout, 15-minute AMRAP. Five burpee pull-ups, ten shuttle runs. You added five reps to the burpee pull-ups every round, followed by one rep max thruster in five minutes.
1: Rick's always tired. tired. (laughs) Like, you're not gonna be able to handle a job, dude. Check, can you talk to the guy?
0: The guy needs like coaching, but he's too stubborn to accept it. Yeah.
1: Um
0: he'd be a good person to talk about pivoting. Yeah. The open. Yeah, he does.
1: He does need to, you know. Rick, get in here, dude. I'd love to talk about some pivoting. We got a couple more minutes with you, four minutes and thirty seconds left um open he didn't sleep why do you take coffee or whatever you did caffeine at nighttime. you probably gamed all night
0: um who's gaming this morning i saw
1: 22.3 coming or 22.4 23.4 basically yeah is gonna be or 22. yeah whatever they name i don't know how they're naming it i think it's gonna be kettlebell something lunges overhead walking lunges and snatches or something i think it's gonna be like a, a kettlebell complex
0: and double unders and double under something like that,
1: but I'm not sure. Lots could happen there.
0: Boxes haven't
1: been used Boxes yet. Been used. Um, they could do something that's gonna
0: there. He is top of in the woods. It's-
2: <laughs> hey, what up,
0: lumberjack? What are you chopping? Firewood,
2: <laughs> my firewood's already chopped. I got a pile over there.
0: You chop it yourself.
2: Uh, I did actually. Yeah, I had a you tree had go a down feeling? this in my backyard.
0: It's always a good feeling, splitting Wood. Dude, I have the same mug, bro. All right. I can it out, dude.
2: Is Luke, is that an Ember mug? You got yeah. a gray one?
1: That's the newer one. It's the 2.0. Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. see the
2: gray, gray one. Yeah, it's the
1: 2.0. So me and Matt didn't have the same cup. We wanted, you know, different different cups. <laughs>
2: Shit. I need um, to kill the other app. I'm hearing myself twice. Okay, I'm good now. Yeah, kill the other app. That's there like, it is.
1: Your, the Android phones don't do it for you. <laughs>
2: But I was listening to this podcast and I had a question for you guys. Yeah, let's hit it, rip it? it. So you're just talking about like uh, the Lombardi uh, commitment, right? Yeah. And then also this podcast has a topic of agility today. Yeah. So one of those things kind of feels more firm and agility seems to be more, you know, uh, less firm, more liquid, you might say. How do you put those two concepts together? Do you, is the Lombardi style not agile or is there like a balanced idea
1: there i don't think it's as agile i think that's a really good fucking observation this is why he's the ceo yeah he's an analyst (laughs) um i don't i think that's the downfall of the upbringing of Lombardi's. is we were always brought up to Adapt, but there was always like restraints on it. It was always like, if you're going to do this, this needs to be done before you do this, where it's like I need to move because of x, y, and z, and I'm gonna do it. And like the, everybody in the family is very understanding of that, but everybody's also like, x, y and Z need to be done. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I'll put it like this.
0: I think we're we we're both. so I'll use this example. We, we go on trips right as a family me luke Vince, some other people we land in a town right we find it we go to the one coffee shop first coffee shop find it become creatures of habit that's the coffee shop we're going to right every day every day just going to that same coffee shop haven't checked out any other coffee shops that's just where we're going because you know? we had a
1: good experience
0: now we pivot we go to another town it's not a big deal we're not upset we don't miss that coffee shop we just find a new one and that one becomes the new routine. So I think we can adapt the routine if that makes sense.
2: That sounds pretty agile to me. Yeah.
0: It's like an agile routine.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I would agree. Sense. I mean, it's literally what we did when we went to Vietnam, we literally would wake up every morning. We would go to the same coffee shop for the four days we were there, play cards, get the same exact drink. And then when we left, we weren't like, I missed the coffee shop because the last day we went to a different one. Yeah.
0: It's like Tara's for example, her gym shut down. She was able to pivot and she's keeping her same routine. Yeah.
2: You found something that works and then you stuck with it. Yeah.
0: yeah. How about you? Are you agile?
2: Uh, well, let me give you when I think about agility, um, I think about a couple things and I do think about the stuff at work a lot. One of the concepts I think about is just the idea of trying to get from position A to position B, whatever it happens to be in the least amount of energy spent and the least amount of time. That's one perspective. And then I have another view of it where the mechanism of being agile looks like I kind of described it earlier is more liquid. So I don't know if you guys have seen, I've seen Cowboy Bebop. But there's this style that this guy has in this show where he's more liquid about his movements and the way he responds to things. And I describe it as like a balanced agility. And I do, when I think about agility, I think about liquid. And so if you had, you know, liquid pouring, it's going to follow the same path of least resistance over time. So the idea of going to the same thing every day, if it's the path of least resistance, that's what liquid would do, right? It's going to do the same thing twice. You drop two drops, you know, Mm -hmm. but if something changes, then the liquid will change with it with the least amount of energy. It doesn't really, you know, have a hang up. It just flows.
0: And I remember a conversation we've had off the air. But it sounds like you're kind of north star in decision-making is optim- optimization, right? You're always looking for that optimal path to do things, processes, yeah.
2: Yep, which I would describe as largely a balance between all of the factors that is weighed against my overall sense of priority.
1: Gotcha. Fucking That's an interesting fucking Have that. you seen Cowboy
2: Bebop? No. Oh, uh, Eric L. <laughs> what is it? Is it a it's an anime? Yeah. Anime. Okay. It's, it's a really good one. Don't watch the live action version on Netflix. Just try to find the original. Give me an okay. example
1: of the most agile thing you think you've done in the last month.
2: Okay. Um Here. I okay. so I have kittens. Okay. And so how many, I was how many kittens two, two kittens, All two right. boys, brothers, bonded brothers. So they ho- I was hoping they would turn their energy upon each other.
0: Um, was this decision yours to get two kittens?
2: I I wanted cats for a while. Yeah. But at least kind of helped me make the find two that would potentially be a good match. But I was kind of keeping them contained in my daughter's room and they became to the start messing it up so my my agility in that situation was essentially to gut the room to take every single thing out of that room that they could possibly destroy because she's not here right now she's with her mom so i just cleaned everything up and gutted the whole room this very effectively took out the ability of them to be able to cause any harm to anything that i care about So i would call that a little bit of agility
1: yeah okay, okay so that was the most agile thing you didn't react poorly which is like i would think is like agility you didn't have like a poor decision making process you were like what's going to make this the best situation possible then it's gonna i'm gonna have to make a change right
2: yeah get to the point of action as soon as possible which definitely has a a underlying framing in your sense of accountability if you're not having a strong stance of accountability it's going to be hard to find your particular action in that situation Mm -hmm. especially if you're faced with a really great challenge which might require really dire action
0: I'm gonna focus in on the kitten decision, acquiring yeah. acquisition decision. So it sounds mm-hmm. like you had you wanted cats, but you had trouble committing to actually pulling the trigger. So how did your this Elise person help you?
2: My Elise, I think, my girlfriend, she girlfriend, uh so I didn't know that news. Yeah, I don't like to say word <laughs> names on it's here. Okay. I don't want to put you on
0: glass, <laughs> I'll let you do it.
2: Sure. Uh she has a cat already. And so there has to be a sense of co, you know, cohesion in the household. And so there's, and I could upset that by just introducing um, cats that I would choose. So her involvement in the cat picking process was pretty important.
0: So you needed her to be like, Chad, it's okay if you get some cats.
2: I need her to even meet the cats first and have a sense of if she thinks they would be a good fit.
0: So do you look at her as more knowledgeable about cats? It sounds like.
2: No, I oh. picture her as another, you know, person in the house that I need to collaborate on and come to a sense of balance with, with the, in the cat, you know, management process.
0: And how'd you come <laughs> up with two cats? Was I
2: that- wanted two cats because I just ethically don't want to just think that pets shouldn't be left alone and shouldn't be alone. And having two dogs or two cats would always be what I would want to do just to have them have a friend. So it's just my stance.
1: Would you do the same thing with kids?
2: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Just one. Like what? It's the same concept, dude. (laughs) Uh, No, there's kids go on dates and stuff. I'm not taking my cat on a cat date or anything like that.
1: Okay. So you're saying like in a kid's, kid's play life kids. between one and 17, doesn't matter if they're alone. And then when they start dating at is at 17, Well, I guess they go on play dates and those. Things, it
2: would be so. really bad to keep a kid alone for their entire childhood years. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: was just saying like romance when you said date, romantic, but you're referring to like hangouts with your friends. Hangouts and in social parties, involvement. Social yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Your kid is getting to that age of the dating phase. Are you ready?
2: She's had a boyfriend for years.
0: Oh, shit. Have you met him? Oh, yeah.
2: Not in person, but we play video games. We were all playing uh, Red Dead Online. Did you, like, dominate? (laughs) I just, they were introducing me to the game. And in one situation, I will say I accidentally blew a guy's head off as I was riding on the back of my daughter's horse. another player it was funny it was an accident
1: on them all with your pc though you told him you have (laughs) a fucking dual processor 22080 ti's
2: i'm sure they could hear the fans kicking in the background yeah they were like
0: (laughs) fucking scared
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was it's a lot
0: did the did the boyfriend try to flex on you
2: no he's he's uh he's kind of the less dominant one in their relationship so he's more timid Okay, that's usually how it is. I feel like women, yeah,
1: women, yeah, is that how it is me? for you. No, nah, no, nah, not really. What about for you? you sure for about Matt, that? For Matt, it is for me. Would you say it is for me? I think it's pretty balanced right now, at least.
0: I don't know. It's, I don't, yeah, I don't know for you. It's hard to say. I'm the younger it's, one, it's, so it's new,
2: and it's new. So there's like, Matt, sounds like you're reserved. Your, we're both pretty why they haven't
0: like gone through any struggle yet.
2: Okay,
1: yeah this will like, learn you know, yeah
0: no one's really conflicted
1: yeah we have to like that will come up at some point in life unless not yet you know like we might not since we have all these tools i've read some books read your book um a couple of different it's tools like
0: yeah. well i mean you have the 12 i'm just saying like a conflict hasn't come up yeah, where yeah, beliefs yeah. are yeah.
1: disagreeing with each other yeah, yeah, yeah what are you what are your thoughts on I'm like
2: saying
0: you're gonna get in fights i'm just saying like
1: how you're gonna resolve the differences yeah. all right i gotcha i gotcha i gotcha are
2: you guys over time Oh, yeah. We're well over time. It's fine, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, what else you got? something else? <laughs> that was my main question. I was I was just wanting to chime in on that. Yeah, that we don't cut. Like, we're just
1: agile. So if you had things to say, we would continue we'll to let it flow. Um, it's because he blames me for everything. I do blame Eric for a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's usually all of us. We'll just blame Eric. It's like, ah, uh, like, uh, if we use Eric in every situation. Every I think example. he would have
2: been great
0: for this podcast because I think he's the counter of agility
1: yeah he's the opposite
0: yeah
1: yeah he's would you you know you know Rico <laughs> pretty well would you agree on that Chet?
2: um i would not necessarily agree with that because agility isn't a binary it's not a thing you either got or you don't got it's a it's a it's a level of it spectrum. okay some so extent, one so. to
0: ten eric's agility you can't pick seven
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's well, his power you, i have to pick seven you, can. you can't
0: you can't pick seven dude it's part of the rules seven doesn't exist to. it's one through six and then eight to
2: ten i have to pick seven. It's, 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 Oh, you can't okay let's like
0: put it this way rick's running the hundred yard dash
1: as fast as he fucking can and we know him he's fucking a leopard dude this guy's fast but now there's he's he a tall guy too he's like six six but there is a a hurdle hurdles in his way does rick run into the set hurdles or does rick stop and wait for the hurdle to get out of the way he, he can't clear it there's no way he could jump but the hurdle's too tall
2: he can't jump it
1: he's got to figure out how he's got to he's got to i think he
2: would probably run into it because he's so big and heavy that it'd be hard I think to think he would stop, stop his weight
1: i think he would sit down and just be like it hey, will move at some point <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that's how
2: i, I and if he does run into it maybe he could knock it down
1: Or right, even better situation rick's driving going to the New Jersey Walt Whitman Bridge and he's got to pay the toll. He's got no cash. So he hits up Chet. He's like, yo, Chet, I'm sitting here at Ben Franklin Bridge eating a cheesesteak that I got at Pat's, but I need cash to pay the toll. They said, I can't go through. Can you bring it to me? Chet's like, I'll bring it to you on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. I'll be here. I'll wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's Rico for you. That's my thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. I yes. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think Eric's a little more slow and methodical and like needs everything to fall yeah. so, into plan. Chat's gonna I, get I there. I the I do
2: think Eric is less risk adverse. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yeah, Chat's gonna more get there
2: adverse.
1: with the cash and it's gonna be like here's a twenty pay the toll. Eric's gonna be like, they said it was two fifty. I need you to go get the, <laughs> the exact amount. Yeah. <laughs> you would disagree he definitely
2: he definitely uh yeah, won't go into agree. debt over it i'll say that much
1: it's like the pc thing he still doesn't stream because he doesn't have like what's the issue now what do you need eric more core <laughs> <laughs> <He's> had- <laughs> he, he needs better methodologies kernels. he needs more kernels on his machine <laughs> yeah he doesn't know it's too where fun. is he anyway He's too tired. He said he was up all night gaming, and now he can't this sleep. This is
0: what we, it's another good example of the agility. Like, he didn't know that he was going to be on the podcast, so he, so doesn't have, he can't. Yeah, his hair is
1: not done. He didn't fucking floss.
0: We didn't give him the script. Yeah. <laughs> We've had him
1: on the podcast before, and he made us delete it because it wasn't Perfect. He was like, I watched Jimmy Kimmel last night and he had like a really good script. I was looking for the same type of thing. Here he is. Like the fucking brute, the fucking monster. Look at him rubbing his eyes. He got dialed up. What'd you do? You went to the bathroom, you shaved.
2: His hair looks good, it does.
4: What do you got? Sound work. What's up guys? Yeah, yeah it is. This is how
1: he's gonna when he's at Progore he's gonna answer and he's gonna be like look man I saw you needed request a couple days ago but
0: you just dropped the bomb I'm like, tired.
1: No no nah, nah, reverse delete that gas <laughs> delete that delete that what, out. What did you just say? Nothing, dude. Uh what's new?
4: I think I'm more agile than you guys. You think you're more agile? Yeah, absolutely. In, in a couple,
1: and yeah, in some instances, I think you would. In the dating world, you're 100% more agile. That's, in all, any...
4: that's
0: all you think I do is date. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely are agile in the dating game. You don't get committed like Luke and I. Yeah. I
4: would argue that I've taken more risks than all three of you in, our, in my life. Don't
1: piss Chet off, dude. Chet is fight for our fucking country, dude.
4: I think Chet. <laughs> I can't speak for the first half of his life, but in his latter years, he's probably become the least agile. And uh, you guys over there, you get you're pretty much in the same spot. Luke probably is the most agile between the three of you, I think. And
1: then you're above me. I respect based, you. Dude. Based, I respect based
4: you. on your definition of agile, I mean, it sounds like agile and adapt is the same word. Am I correct about that? Adaptation cool. and agility sounds like the same exact thing, right? Um,
1: I guess you could put it that way. Chet defined agility as like taking the least line of resistance. So it's like, what's going to be the easiest way to get the point A to point B while still hitting obstacles? So like, right, you're dropping a uh, water, and all of a sudden, like, or like, what's the like the thing where like the where like the marble gets dropped and it hits and it bounces and it goes, but it still goes to the bottom. So agility I, I was, is
4: taking the easy way out.
1: No, agility would be taking.
2: The least, most efficient way yeah, from point A to efficient point, efficient point way, B, yeah. where adaptability is the ac- acquisition of change of the process, where agility is the process adapting or er, res- responding to change. Yeah. So then so what does the agility related... have
4: to do with risk?
1: Because one, uh, it all has to do with risk. If you want it to do with risk, it doesn't have to be. Like, we're the risk so, advisor committee right now.
4: We're, well, I thought you, the the point that was being made was that he's to I'm argue. I'm the least agile and take the least risk. But you're saying it's not. It same. does have
2: to do with risk in multiple ways. I mean, no,
4: I'm actually going to retract my statement. Eric is the
1: most risk adverse person here. You have the most. You're the riskiest motherfucker I've met, actually. <laughs> being I mean, you know, to
2: risk means yeah, you, you don't are, take you, risk.
1: like if I was an insurance company I would be like my guy you're fucking in, you're going to be paying me top dollar to insure you because you're risky as balls if Chet was like hey I'm going to buy this house I'd be like what do you want a 1% interest rate you want zero I'll give it to you <laughs> Because Chet, I know, is going to pay me back. He's Eric, on the pet. other hand, is going to be like, "Look, man, I'm fucking going on tour in North Korea." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you said> Eric. <laughs> Risky. Yeah, Eric is the <laughs> the riskiest motherfucker. He's right. going to do the craziest shit, and I just, I I think you're actually, yeah, you are the riskiest but, person here, and I would be the second. Matt the reality the is,
4: the reality is that it's so dependent on so many things, right? Because if we're talking about like life choices career moves that's one thing but if we're talking about like going to the gun range i'm the last guy that's going to do that i'm not taking that risk but is that that's why i'm getting confused about the definition of agile because i feel like we're talking about two different things
1: it's whatever you want it to be it's literally you have to be agile on everything in your life it's like i eat x y or i I drink coffee every morning. I'm out of coffee. I can't drink it. What am I going to do? Am I going to skip coffee? Am I going to drink tea? Am I going to go to the store and come home and make it? Am I going to go to a coffee shop? Am I going to fucking risk driving? Or it's like, okay, I'm driving and I don't have gas. Am I going to make it to the gas station? The car says 30 miles. The gas station is 31 miles. Do I risk it or do I stop? Like, it's literally in every situation in your life. It's like, how safe are you? Or how, what, like when well, chat help me here, how well, if you ride on the line of risk, I guess, like word that better for me, you're like my chat AI, like word it better for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, there's multiple ways that I think risk has a play on agility. One of the ways is when you're planning something, right? There's uncertainty in what might happen. And you plan for that uncertainty, right? There's some level of risk management in that. And so you're going to make a plan that somehow, you know, accounts for the different things of what might happen. And so different people will have different degrees of accepted risk in their planning. Mm -hmm. And that will, to some degree, uh, determine what type of goals they go after. So that's one of the applications of risk. Um, And then there's the actual mechanism for how your processes uh, account for those uncertainties. And so if you have built processes that say, okay, if this happens, if that happens, this is, you know, the plans all set up to handle all of those situations and then to quickly, you know, move on, then you have built into your processes uh, the ability to take on greater risks and have those risks solved for. So essentially, you're, it's more, more complexity, but you can then take on greater risk. So it's either more sort of the complex approach or a more simple, conservative approach of risk management.
1: Okay. So the only way for you to essentially be able to understand risk is you need to go through those, you need to get adaptation, right? So you need to actually have things happen to you. So then you actually understand what it's like when you're doing that, right? So it's like, if you get laid off from your job, the first time you get laid off, you're going to be super unagile. And then if you get a job, and then you get laid off again, you're like, cool, I know exactly what the fuck to do. Here's where I'm going. Is that what you mean? You need to prepare for the unknown?
2: That's a a massive part of it, which largely in what you said has to do with taking a leap of faith and having trust. And Mm -hmm. I will say when it comes to the idea of having scalable and performant processes, having a trust-based system versus a system that is not based in trust makes all the difference at the largest of scales from an energy perspective. Meaning if you think about these massive organizations out there, they largely probably do not have that culture and have scaled to such proportions because they were forced to to maintain. And so they have such a financial overhead that they're carrying because they simply could not trust.
1: Now, that makes sense. All right. So if you're going to leave the viewers, because we got to wrap it up, what would be your advice for Eric to become more agile?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he needs any advice. It's just a different approach, right? There's mm-hmm. different approaches that have different balance, different context. Okay. So that's not. I don't think that's. So needs your advice, advice just,
1: would be: there is no one way to do it.
2: Is absolutely no one way to do it. Everybody has to find their own balance within their own context. That's okay. that's the truth of it. And if you think there's only one way to do it, you're not going to be performing it.
1: And the the person saying there's only one way to do it is completely unagile. They're like set in stone. Of there you go. That's a good. That's yeah. a good
2: idea to leave the podcast
1: with. I think. Yeah, I like that, Rick. Write that down, my guy. Thanks for joining us a little late, Chat. You're always full of fucking wisdom. We'd love to interview you. Like, thought I, you know, interviewed Matt and his life. I'd love to interview you on your life.
2: Um, my book will probably be out by the end of the year, if not sooner. All right, Maybe all right. we can well, talk you're about that. Out here? <laughs> Rick might be but here too. I'll, I'll show up on site. Nice. Beautiful live right, interview. Boys. Thank you guys.
0: See ya. See you, guys. All right, Matt. Good episode. Long. Good man. Yeah, long. We're at 90 minutes. Like,
1: subscribe, click the little late to say that because
0: none of you probably made it this far. Click the link down there. Peace. No one's watching on Twitch. <laughs>